You're listening to Books and Banter with Debbie and Nadine, a podcast from the Oceanside Library. No, the music never works when we try to do it, Deb. I know, it's so true. We're sitting here dancing, but it's probably not even on. It probably isn't. No. But hi! Hey, Deb! Hi, Nay! What's going on? Not much. We got a new setup. We had, a, we had to move ourselves. I feel a little... I'm not, like, comfortable. I don't... Can't get, can't yeah, get situated. We're definitely sitting, like, on a half a desk. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We fit. We fit. We fit. We should get couches and I think we're going to put that in bean bags, right. like a lava lamp. <laughs> right? We deserve it. We could set up right there. <laughs> yeah, and next Aaron's to Aaron's jungle. jungle. I was just going to say in her jungle. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we're in 2023. Here we are. We're starting a new year, another year. How long have we been doing this? Since 2020. Wow. Since the dreaded pandemic. Because we were doing it during the pandemic from home. You're right. So, wow. wow. Three years? Three years. Mind blown. Uh, Wait, is there music for this? It's not going to work. It won't work, but that's applause. That's applause. And some birds. I don't know. All right. Anyway, wow, three years, and we've read a ton of books. Oh, my goodness. And watched a ton of shows. Right? Yeah. You know, I've been wanting to ask you about if you've been watching this, because that's a show that we talked about all the time, but if you watch the new one and what you So I'm in the middle. I didn't finish the season. I'm not liking it. I don't love it either. I will admit it's it's not laugh out loud like the first. Um, I miss it so much. I agree with you. they need to just stop. Like when they had After a good thing. After the first season. I, w- I was very hopeful about the Me second too. season because I liked all the characters. But I do, mm, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. There's something missing. There's definitely something missing. It was, we're talking about Sex Life of College Girls. It was yes. just a very funny, lighthearted. HBO Max. Right. Show. Nothing to do with books. That was a little banter. That was banter. Um, Very funny. You didn't have to be a college girl to enjoy it. No, I so, thought it was great. It was, it was surprisingly funny. And just I feel like it's starting to fall into the the same cliches. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Not loving it. I didn't finish the season yet, but I'm on like episode six. And I agree with you. I'm just putting it on in the background. It's not right. Yeah. I don't even I couldn't even get through the first couple of episodes. So I let it go. Oh, really? No, I'm somebody who will keep going. Yeah. Um, but we did talk about Mindy Kaling's other show, which is Never Have I Ever. I know you love this I show. I love it. Did you watch it? I did not. No? Okay. I, I love it. Okay. Um, and I loved how it ended. Ellen, who we, our coworker, Ellen, she loves it too. Really? Yeah. And Mindy Kaling is also doing her own version of Velma so from yes, Scooby-Doo. I saw that. Yeah, so I can't wait for that to drop. I don't know when it's... That looks funny. Yeah, it looks very, very funny. I like her. She's, I like her. She's so clever. She's so clever. So smart. What about Reboot? 
I told oh, you to watch. Did you finish the oh, season? Oh, I love. I told you to watch reboot. Remember? I don't. Oh, think yes. So. Oh, I yes. told you. Yes. And I was like, you got to watch this show. Hysterical. I, hysterical. I told you to watch the other one. I always confuse them. Mm, which one? Uh, upload. Oh. Reboot, upload. You get where my brain goes yes. with that? The titles are, you know. Um, but reboot, I love. Reboot is on hysterical. Hulu. And can I tell you, how much do you love the fact that um met about you guys? Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser is back. Yeah. He's back, baby. He's risen up again. Uh, yeah. yeah. Stranger thing. I love it. Reboot. Yes. I love it. Too. He looks good. He looks great. He's and funny as. Oh, my God. Reboot. Please. If you have not watched it, oh you need God. to watch it. Even if you're just going to watch for when they sit in the writer's room. I was just going to say we're not allowed to say what we're doing. <laughs> but in the writer's room, the banter. Oh, my goodness. You will. You will die. Yeah, it is so funny. And an upload. So and upload, upload is different than that. It's not. It's prime. Um, Amazon Prime. And it's about when you die before you actually die, die. Your family can make the decision to upload your memories and like conscious conscious. Right. Into like a. I, I don't even know what you would call it. The alternate. cloud? Yeah, like maybe what the, the cloud. cloud would be. Yes. And you live there. Right. But as in on Earth, there are different tiers of clouds. Yes. So you can have like the Ritz Carlton of clouds. Or, or you, you can, can have, have the, the Capri Motor in. <laughs> <laughs> or the Winnebago. Yes. Yeah. So it definitely has. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. It's done. It's, it's clever. It's funny. It's funny. But it's also so there. There's parts because there's also like a mystery going on. Yeah. You know, there's it's very clever also. Mm -hmm. And it really does make you think about um, one of the characters. The dad is always saying do because this this phenomenon of um, uploading your consciousness into the cloud um, happened after his wife passed. So he, right. the, the, one of the characters said, well, there's no point in me being uploaded if I'm never going to see her mm. again. So it just makes you think, think about, about that. Like, right. especially there are some people who will never be able to afford that. If that becomes a reality, right. There's plenty of people who will never be able to afford that. And is that worth it? Right. It says it's definitely unlike reboot, which is a complete <laughs> and total ridiculousness. Um, this one does have some strong messages. It does. If you it's look very thought-provoking. Yes. And it's filmed at um, Mohonk Mountain House, which is a New York historic landmark. So I always, I started watching, because so I was like, that's Mohonk. <laughs> I can't afford to go, and most people can't. Right. Um, but I had been there once in the past, and... Um, so I do like the fact that it's that's where it takes place on the grounds. Yeah, I don't know that at all, but it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It is like it's heavenly. A, it's heavenly. It's mm -hmm. like a real place. And yeah. it's ridiculous. So we don't give a library discount. <laughs> no, you don't get 10 percent off. There's with no library pants. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> what other shows have we watched? I started watching you. Isn't that more of my kind of a show it is it's on netflix it's with penn bagley which i guess he was in gossip girl i don't know him at all but he is creepy 
but in a good way. Like, mm. I hate to say it, but you almost root for him a little bit. Like, is it like a Dexter? What is it like? I never watched Dexter, but it's he's a stalker slash serial killer. Okay. And he obsesses over who he thinks is the love of his life. So every season he has a love of his life. Gotcha. And it gets creepy on what he does to prove to them that they are the love of his life. Mm. Um, it's creepy, but it's most of the episode you hear his thoughts. Okay. It's an internal kind of dialogue, dialogue thing. And it's uh, sometimes it's very funny. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's good. I think you would like it. All right. It does sound like Dexter had a little bit of those types of internal. He was always thinking with oh, his serial okay. killer mind. Okay. Yeah. So then you would, yeah. Did you watch Dexter? I did. Oh, okay. So I haven't you... watched the new ones, but I did watch it. You know, he's a serial killer who kills serial killers. Oh, no, this isn't that. Yeah. But okay. But he does these terrible things. But to he, terrible people. To terrible people. So you is not that at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're making a lot of books into series, right? Mm -hmm. What we'll talk about Daisy Jones in the Ugh. sixth that's coming soon. March. I can't wait. And um, there's one now on Hulu called Will Trent. Have you been seeing it? They've been, it's no. been blowing up. And it's based on a book series by Karen Slaughter, the author, who writes these. And I mean, what a name. Right. I'm going to assume it's her real name. I don't know. I don't know. But um, Karen Slaughter wrote a, the Will Trent series, and it just started on Hulu. I think there's two episodes now that are out. And it's actually really good. He's yeah. a police officer or a detective. He's a detective. And the characters have, um, it, it seems kind of cheesy when it first starts, but then you realize the characters actually have these connections between all of them that you don't find out until you get a little further into, into the episode it. and the second episode. Mm -hmm. And there's a camaraderie between them that's actually really interesting. Mm -hmm. He is great. I don't know who the actor is that plays Will Trent, but he's very interesting. He's um, He's got dyslexia, Mm -hmm. And he has a few other things that you know there's something there, but you, you're not. Sure. I don't know yet. You can't pinpoint it. Probably some sort of trauma. Like I think there's traumatic things that. Right. Yeah. But it's also very good. That's a series that's being made. You know, okay. Bosch was was made by Michael Connolly. Yeah. Um. And then we have Reese Witherspoon is picking up almost all the books that we like. Oh, like she's I know. Putting into. Production, it's great. Well, I know Daisy Jones is big. They're right. going to do Carrie Soto. Oh, uh, Tara Jenkins Reed. Yeah, Soto is back. Carrie Soto is back. Okay. And then let me look on my phone. I know she did. I mean, I didn't watch it because I didn't love the book, but Craw Dads, which is on Netflix. Right. Um, I, I honestly didn't like the movie. You didn't? No. It seemed contrived. Really? You know, I felt like the book was really unique and different right i felt the movie kind of just pandered to everyone who didn't want to read the book oh it yeah. just didn't but that happens to me sometimes like the book was so detailed which i know you didn't love yeah you didn't love uh, but <laughs> i felt like the movie was just um it wasn't great it didn't have the depth well it's kind of like gone girl do you remember that i loved Gone Girl, the book, mm -hmm. and then the movie I found so boring. That was with uh, ben, ben Affleck, Affleck right? Yeah. You liked it? I didn't. It was okay. 
it the movie wasn't great. The book was fantastic. Oh, that, yeah, the book I love. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. book was great. It's and never, then... you know, that's kind of always the thing. I but mean, the one with them, um, she buys the rights to all the books that we love and she makes them into movies. When Reese Witherspoon and um oh my goodness, Kerry Washington did Big Little Lies. No, so Big Little Lies, great first book. Um great series also. But that's not the one. Oh, it the was, Celeste Ang. Um, yes. What was that called? Oh, my goodness. Little Fires Everywhere. Yes. That was great. It I was thought that was really good. from the book, though, but it was still very good. It was good. Yeah. So Daisy Jones, which, again, I still feel like it's one of my favorite books of all time. It was so good. Yeah. I have to listen to it again. Yeah. I, I feel like I only want to listen to it because of the wonderful actors who did the voices yes which is judy greer was was who's in um reboot yes is the voice of yes. the keyboardist right i can't think of her name yes i can't but i that. love her mm -hmm. and um so there's some celebrity voices in the narration of the book and i love that mm -hmm. and i don't know i hope it holds up to i i do i have to say the first i wasn't i love the cover of the book the original. The original. Me too. So the the um the Netflix or yeah, it's Netflix, right? I think so. Whatever it is. Um, the cover to promote the series, not loving. Me too. You saw they put it up there. She she put it up there. It's got um the the actress who plays Daisy Jones, yes, which is Elvis's granddaughter. granddaughter. Which by the way, did you hear the news today? What now? Lisa Marie Presley had a heart attack. Oh, she's in the hospital. Yeah. We're losing all of well, our I mean, she's people. Not dead. Okay. She just had a heart attack. Oh my God. But she's young, isn't? It? I mean, I don't. Lisa Marie, yeah. Le the the daughter, not not his wife, not Priscilla. Right, the daughter. daughter. Yeah. Oh my gosh, her daughter is, is the one who's playing Daisy Jones. Right. And although she's gorgeous. And she looks so much like her grandfather. Yeah. You're right. It doesn't have that 70s kind no. of hippy dippy feel that the original cover had. Yeah. There was something about it where it's like, oh, I think the paperback will have the new cover. But, oh, really? You know, they have to get the movie I people know. to buy the book. I you know. know? I, it makes sense. Listen, <clears throat> that's that's capitalism. It is. Yeah, I get it. I know. But nothing will ever. I have to say, I don't know what it was about that book. It was so. I mean, I unique. have I have recommended that book to people who are like, why do you like this book? I know. I hear it all the time. And yeah. I'm like, because there's something wrong with you <laughs> if you don't like it. I'm sorry. I mean, I listened to it as you did. Um, listening to it, it just takes it to a whole other level. You know, I don't think Emily read it. Really? Yeah, I told her she has to listen to it. Okay. Because I think she would her. really like it. She would like it. That's one of our colleagues also. Yes. But we 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 kind of push books on people the we way do. some people push other things. We push books. <laughs> we push books. <laughs> I want to try a book. <laughs> yeah, we that's, are. That's yeah. us. That's us. More you pressure. than me. For me, then. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. When you really like a book. When though, I you... like a book, I push it. I haven't really loved one in a while. I know. I really haven't. It's been, it's been, I've read a lot over the holidays. I tried to cut down on some of my screen time and my yeah. true crime stuff. And um, it was getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was a little grim <laughs> during the holidays. So I was reading a lot, but you're right. People have been asking when they come in what I recommend. And I'm like, eh. Uh, yeah, I can't. I remember when I was all in on We Begin at the End? Yes. I, mean, I was so like pushing and pushing that book. I don't think I've read a book since where I felt like, oh, I love the characters. I didn't want to watch TV because I wanted to right. know what happened. Now I'm kind of like, eh, I'd rather watch TV. Well, I did feel that I really did like um, the one we're doing for our book discussion. Yeah, I'm in the I, that was a page turner for me. Yeah, I, um, I am enjoying it. I don't. You know, I don't know yet. Um, it's The Love of Your Life by, by Rosie, Rosie Walsh. Walsh. I, see, it sucked me in from the beginning because there's a secret. And yes. I love when there's a secret. Yeah. You don't know what that secret is. And it, when a story, on, it's the kind of story that I like. When the story unfolds for the reader at the same time mm-hmm. as it does for a character in the book. Right. It's like, ooh, are we going to find out? Yeah. Is this it? Is this the reveal? And then you get to the reveal. Now, the thing with that is the reveal has to be overwhelmingly good or you lose me. And then I'm like, I read that whole book. Right. And I didn't. And that's the end. Like, that's it. Right. And that's how I felt about Verity Verity. Mm -hmm. by Colleen Hoover. You read it, too. Yes. So I felt like that had a secret. Right. Yes. Is Is what's happening. Yes. And then at the end, you're like, "Ah." I was like, that is how it ended. Yeah. I felt cheated. I did too. I didn't. I enjoyed the book up until that mm-hmm. part. Exactly. And I was like, that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I did not like it. But with the love of my life, I felt that it was um, believable. And there was some complex twists and turns that came with okay. the secret that I that made it believable. Well, I'm I am enjoying it. I'm not, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm too new in that I can't tell you for sure. Give me another yeah. 50, 60 pages. Well, we'll I'll... be talking about it next week. <laughs> right. We're talking about it next Wednesday. Um 18th, right? Wednesday the 18th mm-hmm. at 7:30 on the same page as Deb and Nay. Right. And we're we're on Zoom. We're on Zoom. Go to um, OceansideLibrary.com to join. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we're talking about that next week. And then the author, Rosie Walsh, has one other novel that she wrote called Ghosted. Um, she's going to be meeting with us on Zoom on the 25th. Yeah. But she we will be able to host anyone who wants to come, come in. in. It's a two, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We're doing Tea with Rosie. And um, we'll be able to talk with her. She's in the UK, which is so cool. And across the pond, we'll be able to talk to her about this book. Like I said, I'm enjoying it. Let me. I just need a little bit more time. Um, but you know me. I love my memoirs. I know. So I, well, I listened to Dave Grohl's Storyteller. Yeah. I'm a big Foo Fighter fan and loved it. Live Wire by Kelly Ripa. You were enjoying that. Uh, you yes. were talking about it. You, yeah. You like that. I like that. I like celebrity crap. Mm-hmm. And I didn't start yet, but I did get Matthew Perry's book oh. from Friends. So that's on my table. I haven't started that yet. Well, did you see what was on Barbara's desk yes. over there? So that's why I brought up memoirs. She's got some nerve leaving that book on her I desk. I know. Somebody I did can... start paging through. Mm. Mm. Th- that would be spare. By Henry. No, Harry. What's his name? <laughs> I guess the royals don't appeal to you. Well, we were talking about it this morning. 
and uh, <laughs> Henry, I don't follow the royals clearly. So they were all talking about yes, it. I and can't believe it. I took the book off her desk during my break. I was looking at it, trying not to get food in it. <laughs> Because I think, you know, it's like they're all the copies are brand new. It was just released. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to get my lunch on it. Yeah. Suppose, I mean, we have a lot of, what are, what are they called? Um, Anglophiles? What's, what is, it, yeah, something, something like that. Something like that. They were, there's a Royal bunch Watchers. Here. Like, yeah, they were all Emily, Erin, Barbara, Gabriella. They were all talking about it this morning. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know. it's everywhere with books right now. It's like all anyone's talking about. He's on all the shows. When the hype dies down and I can get a book, get one, I'll I'll peruse it. You yeah, know? Maybe that'll be one of our future. Because even though I don't like the royals, I like a memoir. Right. So I'll, I would like to read it. Because then what happens? I read it. I get interested in the person. And then I start doing research on the person. Yes. Well, and the thing is, we have this memory of his mom and everything that right. happened. So I think that's what makes it so compelling is like what happened to this young man after after his mom was 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 basically murdered Murdered. in such a public way and then you know you picture him walking behind the casket like that whole thing Uh, it's like you always want to know what happened I know that's me and that's Mm. my interest I was never really interested in the rest of the royal family but Harry and William you know, mm-hmm. maybe because I lost my mom kind of young too. I yes. think I'm like, I feel like a kinship to others it's who've lost. I mean, funny. My yes. mom is in my head right now going, I'm no princess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we talk about that often because we both lost our moms. So I think I also feel that way. <laughs> I talk about this because I love Madonna, Madonna. <laughs> and I think it's because she lost her mom when she was young. So I remember being a kid and just like, look what she did without having a mom. You know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no. Those things. And he had also was very young. I mean, what was yeah. he, 12? 12, 13, yeah. So, you know, you kind of want to see, all right, well, he had a different life. How did he handle it? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's the whole celebrity behind the whole thing. So right. it's probably going to be a really interesting read. I have a feeling most of the book will be revealed through interviews. And I mean, I said to um, I was saying to them this morning, I was like, you know, the only thing I know about the Royals is when I'm food shopping and I'm putting my stuff on the belt <laughs> and I want, you know, the sun and yes, whatever, whatever there. That's all I know. I, I don't know much. I, I know. watched I watched the uh, Henry and Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that and uh, it, it again. It, and I did. I watched The Crown. You don't watch The Crown then? No. Nah. I did watch The Crown also. Right. Well, so maybe co- I do like the Royals. A yeah, little bit. maybe you do. The Crown. No. Was there a movie with Kristen Stewart? Was she on The Crown or was she did a movie? She did the movie Spencer. That's it. Where she did play. I did not see that. I didn't either. But I remember she looked like her. Oh, my gosh. Even in The Crown, there's the actress. I can't think of her name who played Diana. Carried herself. And even the young man who played um, Charles. Prince Charles. Just there. They (laughs) must have had to stop. I was going to make a joke and be like, Robert. Yeah. (laughs) They carried themselves very, they really did 
they were able to become the character right. in their physical performance. It was really I know a lot of people who watch The Crown. It's I, boring. I, I'm yeah, not going to lie to you. That's why I want to watch it. But I did enjoy the Diana Part years. I enjoyed the very beginning when she becomes queen. And she's like 25 years old. I mean, when you put it in perspective. You mean Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. Oh, okay. And then I enjoyed the Diana part because I felt like that was all the stuff we grew, we grew up, up hearing of, hearing about. Um, so that was interesting. But um, I think there's some more seasons of that still coming. I think so. I think it's still running. It was like 10 years. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Forever. Um, but yeah, so Spare is the book by uh, Henry. our friend Henry. <laughs> of California, because that's where he lives now. What else? What other books? Well, I could tell you some of the other ones I read that were bad. That were bad? <laughs> no. Like I said, I didn't read anything terribly bad, but... Um, you know, there were just some books that kind of pull you in and nothing has done that so much lately. Um, That's how I feel. I, I just, I haven't, I haven't gone to bed with a book mm -hmm. where I'm like, Ooh, wait, one more page before I shut the lights and put on the golden girls. So remember over the summer, we read part of your world by Amy, Abby, yes, Jimenez, Jimenez, right. her, sequel with her friend Brianna. I just finished that yours truly. Okay. I got a, a pre galley copy. Right. Um, I think it might be out now though. So I liked it. Didn't like it as much as part, part of, of your, your world. world. Okay. So remember how she talked about in part of your world, she brought up the uh, domestic abuse yes. issue and how she covered it so well. She does bring up issues in her book, and this one has to do with anxiety. Okay. And I thought she did that really well. Mm -hmm. But at times, it kind of like, I felt like I was, I was like, okay, we understand that this person is suffering anxiety. from anxiety. Yeah. Like, the character was much. constantly put in the same situ, like in situations like that. And I guess that's what happens with anxiety, right? You're like, it never ends, it's always going. But as a reader, I felt like it was too much. It was more in your face. Like she was pushing it in my face a little bit too much where I, and it kind of stole the story. It definitely stole the story. And I loved the story. Right. I really did. But I felt like she did it better in the first one. Oh. And I like her so much. Oh, we loved her. If you go on our YouTube channel, you go on our website, go on our uh, author page. Yes. And you can see the YouTube of our interview with Abby. She was great. She was like a spitfire. Like we really, really enjoyed speaking with her. But you know what? Not every book is going to be hot. Well, she reveals something. And I meant to tell this to you, too. She reveals something at the back of the book in the author's notes of yours truly mm -hmm. that she's been suffering with um, some sort of kidney condition over the last two or three years that she never told anyone about. And this comes up in the book as well. For uh, one of the characters. And um, so I maybe that's why, too, I felt like there was a lot of issues happening at one time to these characters. Um, I could see that. I could see that kind of very distracting. too. Yeah, it was just it was a little overwhelming. And then also um, I did read Carrie Soto is back that we mentioned before. That's mm -hmm. Tara Jenkins read. Now, again, I don't think she's written a book since Daisy Jones yeah. that has gotten me so excited. Um, 
Carrie Soto is back. I really liked. I did much better than Malibu Rising. Oh, I just didn't like Malibu Rising at like all. Um, I think I someone mentioned that this Carrie Soto is the Carrie that was in Malibu Rising. I don't know. I did not feel I missed anything. Right. Carrie Soto, I listened to the audio book. It is about tennis. If you don't like tennis, do not read the book. I guess I'll be skipping this. Because it is a lot of tennis. Uh, and it's about a young woman in the um, early uh, late 60s, early 70s, who's a tennis star in her youth. And then at the age of 37 in the 80s, comes back to relaunch her career. Her dad is her coach. And is it you supposed know, to be like a Billie Jean King or a I guess in a way Martina Navratilova or something like that. Sort of. I'm not sure. I felt like she was a unique character. I didn't feel like sh she was telling the story of someone we knew, which I liked. I think she was very much her own. She's a Latina tennis player, so she's coming to the sport with a lot of issues. A woman's playing in, you know, who's right. extremely. So she there is a lot of that for the time, and I enjoyed it. The best part, though, was that Pat McEnroe was one of the narrators oh, of the book. Right. And they had podcasts. John McEnroe? No, Pat, his brother, who's oh. actually an announcer with him now. Oh, okay. Yeah, Pat McEnroe was also a tennis player. He, right. They played doubles together oh, back okay. in the day. See, But again, this would go over anyone's head who doesn't know tennis. They'd right. be like, Pat McEnroe is like Prince Henry. <laughs> but... It, Pat McEnroe really was. They, John McEnroe. John McEnroe. Did I say Pat before? You said Bob. <laughs> no, what did I say now? No, before. You said John. I did say John. Yes. Okay, so John McEnroe is the narrator of the Mindy Kaling show, Never Have I Ever. Yeah, so, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he's great. Okay, yeah. they're very funny, the brothers. So I did appreciate that they had some tennis stars who were actually narrators of the book. And um, but if you if you don't like tennis, don't. do not read this book because they really do go into she goes into detail about <sighs> the <laughs> about the serve and the game and the match. And in all honesty, as I was reading it, I, I mean, I love tennis. My son plays tennis and I felt like because I understood the game, it was exciting to me. I could visualize the game in my head. Right. I don't really, can't remember another book about sports for women. Yeah, for women. So, I, you know, part of me was like, hey, you know, kudos to Tara Jenkins Reid for right. writing a sports book for women. Like, I just, I, I liked it. Was not a Daisy Jones. No. That's like, um, and I did enjoy it, but again, not a Daisy Jones. And I read this a long time ago, so I'm only bringing it up because we're talking about Tara Jenkins Reid, um, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yeah. I liked that I too. I liked it too, but not, it's not a Daisy. No, but that's probably second on my list. Yeah. Daisy no, Jones, great. Evelyn Hugo, which is still flying off the shelves all these really? years later. Yep. Wow. Yep. By the way, can, when you listen to me, can you hear my braces? No, I don't okay. hear your braces. Because I feel like... I'm Smile here. so everyone can see how pretty your no, teeth look. look. How, look at my teeth. <laughs> and I got pimples. Yes. <laughs> it's like puberty all puberty over again. all over again. Aw, poor Debbie. Yeah. You yeah. look great. Yeah. Look at my pimples. 
Yes. How do you have a pimple? I don't know. I have That's a pimple wild. here. And I got a pimple here. I got braces and all of a sudden I'm breaking into Oh pimples. my goodness. Yeah. But I was just wondering because I could feel when I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, it, you sound the same. Okay, good. To me anyway. <laughs> Anyone at home hears my braces, just yes. let us know. No. Not that I can do anything about it for 48 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but who's counting? <laughs> going to be reading blood sugar is our next book That's after right. this one blood sugar sasha uh rothschild is our next author visit about, uh, oh no we have need a prose yes the maid the maid in february. early february right. and then sasha rothschild who wrote blood sugar which yes. is um and i'm excited to meet sasha because she is the executive producer of glow oh right on netflix on netflix talk about 80s yes and somebody, a character on that show, well, the actress on the show, is actually from Oceanside. I know, that's wild. Yeah, so we Crazy. should try to get them. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. Maybe we should send an email out. Yeah. <laughs> get on it, maybe. I'll do that. <laughs> um, we did our, all of our books. We bantered a little bit. Uh-uh. Any new music you're enjoying? I'm. I don't listen to music. Yeah, no, I do. But I listen to all my old stuff. Although I do have to say, and I'm not like a huge Swifty at all, but I really do enjoy Taylor Swift's new song. I don't even know if it's the new one or maybe it's like a month old. But the "I'm um, the Problem, It's Me." I anti, don't even know. I'm still. I'm still stuck with Swifty. Is that I'm not like, what isn't that what it? I, That's you know, Swiffer. Okay. No, because there are people here that say, take out the Swifty. It's not a Swifty. It's a Swiffer. Okay. I don't say Swifty, but I've never heard Swifty. And is that how fans of hers are described? Well, they are now. Okay. <laughs> I, they are over 40. Okay. I like called Swifties. Are you a Swifty? I'm a Swifty. I really enjoyed that song. I'll have to listen to it. Okay. I don't know why. I just thought about it right now. I like now. her. I, yeah. I don't love her. Although yeah. I do say, I mean, for a young woman, she's so talented and she she's always been back. She did. She did. Like you said, I listen to, if I listen to music, I listen to old things. Yeah. That's the, that's the issue today. I don't get exposed to new music because I don't listen to the radio. Yeah. There's no radio anymore. I only hear what my kids are playing, which I don't enjoy. Really don't. Yeah. I agree. I don't. I don't either. And they're old enough that I don't have to pretend to anymore. And half the stuff is our music just with like. Funny you should say that. Yes. So the my son comes up to me. Hey, do you know this song? And he starts playing this club song. I wish I could remember what it is on his iPad. I'm like, and I'm dancing (laughs) and I'm like, of course I know this song. She's like, I think this is one of the best songs ever made. And then he goes on to tell me that he was introduced to all of this music. It's by one of the guys from Daft Punk. Okay. But it was done back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And he got introduced to this music playing video games. Yes. Because the video game that he was playing mm-hmm. had radio stations you could listen to. Okay. And I think it was Grand Theft Auto. And oh. I will just say he was old enough to play it at the okay. time. But they had radio stations. And what he took most from this was listening to all this old music that he has now, you know, an affinity for. And I'm like, well, at least that's pretty cool that they, you know. So my son also, I mean, he's 12, but he was playing Roblox 
Yeah. And they play music. And one day we were just in the car and we didn't even have the radio on. And he was in the back seat and he was singing, Mr. Telephone Man. Oh, my God. So, of course, I start singing. There's something wrong with my life. (laughs) And he's like, how do you know that song? Exactly. And I said, excuse me, that's new edition. Yeah, that's our song. That's our song, not yours. (laughs) Yes. And he's like, really? And we went on and on Spotify and we started playing Edition and Bobby Brown. Yes. And, and he's oh like, my oh, my God. It's like, yeah, you have all the things you're dancing to and singing are all of our. Mm-hmm. That's what we grew up with. Those are the artists that we grew up with that you are now revitalizing. Yes. But there's a new I, I only bring it up because the other day, again, I'm, I'm bringing up Madonna twice in a podcast. But she, her song, Back That Beat Up, it's an old song, but it's on TikTok. So now they play it all the time. And uh, it's like, okay. They ruin it. Yeah. It's like, because it was good. It was good. And now they put it on TikTok. And, and now, now it's annoying. And now everybody thinks it's their song. And I'm sure, listen, she's making millions. What does she care? But as a fan, you're like, that's not a new song. It's like when they used to make, put put a, a song you liked into a commercial 10 years later. Yeah. It has that same effect. And instead of thinking about the song you loved, now you're thinking about how much you hate it. Like, there was that Blondie. um, One way or another. They used that, right? Wasn't it for like a vacuum commercial or something? (laughs) I don't know, but I know what you're And I'm like a huge Blondie fan. And listen, I'm like you said, I hope she made a gazillion dollars on it, Deborah Harry, but ruined the song for me. I know. So that's what TikTok has done to... uh, it's the music. It is. It is. Except the makeup hacks. Those are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I look 25? Yes. <laughs> contour, contour. Contour. That's true. Um, well, Nay, what a pleasure. Yes. We got a lot. I'm going to try some of the shows you recommended. Never have yes. I ever. Never have I ever. You. You. Yeah. And I'll try. Nah, I'm not going to read Carrie Soto. I'm not going to read a tennis book. You're not going to like it. No, I, I Even I know that. <laughs> don't even bother <laughs> it's so bad you have to like tennis okay. i felt like it was very niche the story in the book is great but there is it's a lot of tennis yeah. okay the cover of it doesn't look like it would be about tennis well there's a lot if you go on goodreads there's a lot of discussion about the cover yeah I and on reddit it was- yeah I thought it was more of a like a glamorous like Hollywood. It's got that gold yes. tone to it. Yeah. yeah, like it was Marilyn McCoo in Solid Gold. Yes. <laughs> Marilyn <laughs> aging <laughs> That was great. On that note, our music that never worked. That never worked. Good night, May. Good night, Deb. See you next time. What should I call you, Barbie? <laughs> Henry. <laughs>